welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we are continuing to keep you up on the upcoming high school football season. And we are with Pekin Panthers coach Clint Weber. Welcome to the program, coach. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm going to ask you the, the, the same first question I ask everybody else. Uh, every, every team in the league has a, a few seniors that uh, graduated uh, last year, this, this last year. So uh, you got to replace them. So could you talk about some of the seniors that you lost and uh, how, uh, how you're going to re-replace them? Yeah, you know, we lost our leading rusher last year, Colton Comstock, and he was kind of the uh, centerpiece of our team. And um, he was one of those seniors that uh, I only had for one year, which was my first year last year. And he's just a great kid inside and out. He's going to be tough to replace. But um, we are have been focused really on seven to eight months of uh, hard strength training right after – the season ended, and then we went into our summer training. Um, and our goal has just been to build more physical players so that uh, we have more rushers, uh, guys that can rush the ball, returning next year. And then, you know, we lost another back, K.J. Rohr, and another uh, wideout and defensive back, Chandler Stoll. So, you know, those guys were – they were all starters. Um, a couple of them missed – handful of games due to injury last year but fortunately there's only three of them that we're losing and we return pretty much everyone else on our team so that's you know that's the the light looking coming back this fall well there's always uh, a few kids that are uh, not sorry to see those guys go so that they can get their chance to to get in the spotlight and shine a little bit but uh, the the first thing i want to talk to you about is your offensive line that is where I always like to start because you you need an offensive line to protect the quarterback and to open holes for the running back. Uh, tell me about your offensive line. Yeah, we really didn't lose anyone on our offensive line. You know, I, the biggest thing I'm excited about is uh, we got great size from our underclassmen. You know, I think we'll have um, three or four sophomores that could contribute uh, that'll be right in the mix trying to compete for starting positions and then we also return three to four uh seniors to be and those guys have really bought in in our off season uh, in fact we had you know a handful of guys i think really really bought into the nutrition part um and you know actually put some weight on and good weight that is and i'm just excited for you know some of the physical growth and uh maturation in some of these kids that they're now a year older and um, another you know a lot of off-season study on their own I think and then going into the preseason here in the summer um, they're a little more aware of what we're trying to do and you know we're really going to prioritize our offensive line of um, outworking our opponents and just being more physical than our opponents. Well let's talk about the tight ends they can help with the blocking scheme and help move the ball and uh your tight ends just seem to be more and more important to, in high school anymore. Uh, how's the tight end situation there, Pekin? Honestly, I, I think we have a lot of great kids that are athletic, but um, fortunately we can develop into tight ends. Um, obviously, like as you mentioned, we, any tight end, I think any football coach would say, is uh, their first job is to be able to run block as much as they, as much as anything. And, you know, we got – 
a decent basketball team of taller kids that, uh, you know, I think have developed a lot of physicality over the off season. And um, that, that gives us, I think, depth in competition to, you know, see who's going to win some of those tight end jobs. So obviously uh, I think you got to be able to run in, pass the ball to be successful, but uh, being physical as a tight end to run block first is probably more important than uh, or, or comes first before being able to catch the ball. Well, uh, you know, to move the ball uh, in this league, we're going to need to have some running backs that can sustain some drives and get some first downs. And you're going to need a nice fullback that can help help with that and help block for the quarterback. How's the backfield looking? You know, I, I, I was telling someone the other day, I, you know, we thought we might only have a couple backs returning and, We've had so many kids that uh, were out for track and have bought into strength conditioning for the last nine and ten months so hard that uh, I, I think the competition levels is going to be high in the preseason here as we've got started today on who's competing to, you know, to be able to carry the ball. You know, as we, you know, some of the preseason perspective, we might have thought, you know, we thought we might have a good idea of who's carrying the ball. And now we've had some other kids emerge through summer camps. And the biggest thing is when the competition level is high, it's, uh, it's a good thing. And I think we'll be a lot deeper uh, in terms of ball carriers this fall. Well, uh, you're having to replace your quarterback, who was uh, kind of the heartbeat of the team. Uh, uh, so we're going to have to have a new quarterback, and he's going to have to have some receivers that, that can get downfield and get the ball. Uh, so uh, let's talk about your quarterback and your wide receivers. Yeah, that's 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 a wide open competition right now. Um, Will Adams, a returning quarterback, um, he was a freshman last year, and you know he's he's he worked as hard as anybody in the offseason. And so he's him, and you know there'll be some other guys that'll have to challenge him and try to compete for the job. But, you know, that's, those are definitely some unknowns at this point. But receiver-wise, yeah, again, we got some underclassmen that are um, that are eager to work and try to fit into the mold. And you know, depending on how their talents kind of flourish, you know, that might dictate how we try to move the ball here and there. So, um, either way, a lot of a lot of competition, and hopefully, you know, we can get we can get a lot of guys involved. We do have some players with some speed, don't you? Well, some, some, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I really I base that off of depending on who you're playing and uh, if you're faster than your opponent. So, you know, we'll see. So uh, we'll, let's move to the defensive side of the ball and uh, let's talk about the, the defensive line. Yeah, I, I'm, as, uh, I'm, I'm more of a defensive guy anyways. Uh, we're excited about what we got coming back again. Defensive lines where it all starts. We really worked on uh, being real physical. Um, I do think we have the opportunity to have some some guys that maybe aren't starting on offense be able to contribute on defense. The more we can do that, uh, I think any coach would agree. When you don't have to start every guy both ways, that's a you know that's a big time advantage. But it's also it's also a challenge at small school, um, you know, just because of depth and um, numbers that are out. So um, we're excited about a physical D-line. 
you know, we've got a couple of returning seniors that we're excited about who've made big-time game this offseason, and um, we're excited to watch them progress here. Well, what about your linebacker core? Uh, you know, you need some some linebackers that, that kind of have some intelligence, uh, kind of have some speed, uh, kind of just know how to be where they need to be. So uh, uh, how's the how's the linebackers going? Yeah, we, we returned four four guys, um, all that have seen significant action last year at, at linebackers, uh, Blake Jewell and Logan Baker and Luke Long, Kate Bemis, those guys, they all started at some point last year, and most of them started the entire year. Um, again, they, you know, we talked to them after last season, and they really bought in and been out for, or been out for track, and we're excited with the bring to the table. And again, they've, they've really bought in this summer learning, uh, sharpening their sword on learning the defensive scheme better that we put in last year. And, you know, we tell our guys all the time, if, if our D line can do the dirty work and our linebackers can make tackles, I think we'll be successful in defense. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about that backfield, the, the safeties and the, uh, uh, and the cornerbacks, you know, you, you got some guys that can ball hawk back there and you got some guys that can tackle in the open field uh, how, how are we looking at the cornerback position yeah you know uh we that's kind of where we got gutted a little bit with graduation last year we lost three starting d-backs um which in turn is uh you know tough to replace but also exciting for those underclassmen that uh you know we got a pretty good core of uh seven or eight guys right now that are going to have to split about three three or four spots back there and you know, they're, they're eager to work. Uh, Will Adam and Gene Wolver and a few of those other guys are, are uh, you know, they're competing hard for spots, and we're excited to see, you know, who can take them. You know, but I don't think they're, off the top of my head, I don't recall any seniors competing for a defensive back job, which is kind of cool. So, which means, you know, they'll probably all be in those spots a year from now. So uh, what about, you know, if we have some, some players go down or, or you know, whatever would, uh, would uh, create some openings, you got any underclassmen that are, you know, eager to, uh, you know, get, in, get their chance to get in there and play a little bit? Yeah. You know, I was talking to another coach last week that said they were kind of uh, loaded in the junior area. You know, I – we got a lot. We got a lot in terms of underclassmen. Our junior class is fairly small, um, and then and then it's our sophomore class that's a lot bigger. Um, we, I, I think, I think we'll be senior and sophomore heavy, um, and then there'll be some juniors that piece the rest together. Um, you know, it's hard to say about any freshman ever starting. I never get ahead of myself there, um, but you know, I, I do see five or six sophomores probably stepping into the mold and helping lead the charge, which is exciting for experience moving on, you know, beyond this year, you know, anytime you can take experience into the next uh, season, that's huge. So uh, let's talk about the schedule. Uh, you know, who, who do you got on the schedule that uh, might give you some challenges and uh, who do you got on the schedule you think might, uh, might get you some wins? Yeah, you know, I've, I've, this is my 15th year. Never, ever do I look past the team. Um, 
you know, last year I was doing some math. I do think five to six teams of the eight that we played had eight or nine seniors. Maybe even some of them had more. Um, so fortunately for us, we'll have, you know, we'll have maybe more seniors than a lot of teams we play. So we're bringing back a good amount of experience. But every team we play is going to be going to be a good team you know i could i could name someone from every team that or i could name multiple people from every team they're going to be you know great players and and challenges that those teams will present us you know we opened with cardinal who you know everybody said they lost a lot but i think i think they're just a program that's you know doing such a great job um improving every year you know I'm excited for that game, but I know it's going to be a dogfight. And um, quickly after that, we open district play week two. We don't even host our non-district second game until the seventh week of the season. You know, we, we come around with Albernet and North Cedar, um, you know, two teams that uh, we competed well against last year but came up short. And then uh, we'll be moving on to Wapolo and Columbus, who two, – two, two, I mean, Wapolo – uh, they're just a just a very good coach team by Coach Parsons. I can't say enough about them. And you know, Lisbon, another team that's just so well coached and always very talented. Uh, and then you know, you got Bell Plain in there, uh, who's always very physical. And then you know, Highland as well. So I, I just don't think our schedule it really um, has you know any easy spots in it. And we're going to have to earn every win if we, you know, for the wins that we can earn, they're going to be, they're going to be dogfights. Well, Scotty Melvin says that Wapolo has a lot of players coming back, but all the other teams are losing a lot of very key players. And uh, he thought that there's a lot of, you know, kind of rebuilding that's going to go on in your, your conference. And uh, he felt like you guys would have a chance to uh, move up a couple spots uh, from there, but uh, it's been, uh, it's been uh, it, it, well. It sounds like you got a great, uh, a, a very challenging schedule, and you got a lot of challenges to meet with the team. Um, you know, with the with the you know replacing the players that you lost and uh, getting uh, getting everybody into the flow and all on the same page. But uh, you've been meant, you you, the, you told me, and, and I got to see a little bit of it. But you've got this really great weight room uh, that the uh, I think the boosters help you get and. Uh, uh, how has that changed the program and the mentality and, and added so much strength to the team that you maybe didn't have last year? Yeah. I, you know, when we, uh, Coach Jensen and I kind of started the rebuild at uh, Sigourney Kyoto, we started with that weight room. And to me, that's the, the centerpiece and integral part of any sports program is it's, it's usually all about what's done in the off season. Um, versus what's done in season that, you know, makes or breaks your program or what you lean on. Um, you know, we, the first year it took a little bit, you know, I was acclimating to everything, but, you know, I saw a need early just for safety upgrades and similar situations in that weight room that, you know, we worked with what we had. Um, big thing was I was trying to make sure we could teach our players and, you know, all our student athletes that were in, in that weight room, how to work with less. Um, you know, you could have a really nice weight room and not know how to work, and you can have a, you know, kind of a tougher weight room situation and work really hard. So, you know, we learned how to work hard the first year, and then we started a little fundraising 
Um, you know, we, we put we put some new power rack in there and some new flooring and, you know, a big TV that, you know, we, we put our workout list up on and things like that. So anytime you can bring some new look and new stuff, it also generates a little excitement in the atmosphere. And I can't say how much the work ethics come around in there, uh, maybe compared to where it was. Um, and I think it's it's got a long ways to go, but I definitely was taking – the work ethic and the attitude in the weight room north quite a bit. Well, you come from Sigourney. Uh, that's where you, that's the school you were at before. And uh, the coach Jensen likes to run the ball. And uh, Sigourney has this, just this tradition of really running the ball. And, uh, you know, now you, you, uh, you may want to run the ball like he did, or, or you may have a, a, a different set of uh, talent, you know, that you might need to throw the ball a little bit more. Are you, are you as run heavy as uh, Sigourney? Uh, you know, I think it's all about how the course of the game goes. Um, you know, sometimes you're, you're in positions where, you know, if you get if, if the defense presents some um, favorable situations for you and your talents offset theirs, you know, I'm I'm pretty balanced thinker. If we can take our chances throwing the ball, we're definitely going to take a chance, but. I think as well as, as probably anyone knows, um, we're gonna we're gonna try and run the ball to be uh, to get the time of possession rolling and, and control the tempo of the game. I think that's really important, especially you know at at the lower levels in high school where maybe your your talent sets aren't quite as high as uh, upper high school levels or obviously in the college level. Um, but you know I, I do like a balanced game, but. Again, I, I'm kind of do business and business is being done. We, it just depends how the flow of the game is going. If you're down 21 and it's the third quarter, you're probably gonna have to start throwing the ball a little more. Um, so I just kind of we're we're kind of reactionary to how the game goes. So uh, how can our listeners follow your team through the radio, through social media? Uh, you know, how can we keep up with the Pecan Panthers? Well, there's, there is a live broadcast um, with Michael Comstock and Tony Latcham. Uh, it's an FM radio station. I would have to follow up with the exact details on that with you. Um, and then we we try to keep everybody informed on social media. Uh, and that's, that's about, that's how we would inform anyone. Do you have a Twitter handle or, or uh, just a Facebook page? We do, we do. We're 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 on both, so um, I could definitely get that out to you. Well, I I think the radio station is one hundred one point five Kiss FM that uh, broadcasts Pekin games. And uh, well, coach, it's been a delight talking to you. I'm so proud of uh, all the hard work that you're you're doing, and uh, I'm I'm very happy that the community has rallied around you to to give you some more resources to uh, strengthen the team. And uh, we wish you a lot of success this year. Yeah, I, I can't thank you enough, and hopefully some things go our way a little more this fall. Okay. Well, we'll be keeping up with you, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again a time or two during the year. Thank you. Thanks for being with us. This is Round Guy Radio with uh, Clint Walker, the coach of the head coach of the Pekin Panthers, and uh, we'll be keeping up with him. Thanks for listening.